how many Ching Chong, sir? The new Pokemon game is literally just cars and motorcycles. This is what? It's just cars and motorcycles. Why? Like that's like the new legendaries, the new Pokemon game. They're just like motorcycles that are dragons. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, wait, you, yeah, Why? what are you talking about? I've been ignoring it. The new Wooper, though, I love that. It's the only thing I like so far. There are some cool, like, I guess the, there's, like, a Pikachu you can get if you buy the game early. Uh, and it comes with, like, it's a ground-type Pikachu, then. I was still flying. Oh, that's right, yeah, it's a flying-type Pikachu. Because why not? Oh, I have his 20s. I don't have change. This is gonna have. Duh. Can I ask for twenty dollars worth? You just keep the twenty. Sorry, I thought I had a five. On me. Okay. Whoa! Thanks, man. I'm so angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? If he's not in charge or IT? He's back with fucking you know who at you know where where well, all I of us. I honestly never really knew what he did. Did he just like travel from Woolrich and. He was asking like what does he do there specifically? Oh. Uh, whatever they ask him to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those people. He hate to be a jack of all trades guy. I mean, I get like you gotta do the dirty. That that phrase starts to make me mad because it's people like that guy and those people who like use that type of phrase to like, oh, this is my man right here. He's a jack of all trades. As if like it, like it's not to take anything away from somebody, but it's just like if you just come to work and do fucking something. You're pretty much jack of all trades. You know what I mean? Like you learn shit if you just do it. <laughs> Not if you're told to be a broom pusher all day. But I just don't like you get like there's so there's there's such an easier way than like you can not. There's so many easier ways to just not get yourself in a position to be a broom pusher. And yet there was like droves of them. Like, I mean, I, to be honest, if I got paid the same of what I was paid and he told me to push the broom, I would have pushed push the, broom. the broom. And one day I showed up back at Rollwitch and I was like, who the fuck are you again? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Baby Dick. Like, three people recognize me as Baby Dick. Fucking uh, Joey, JT, and Bree. About it. The Everyone else is like, we don't know you. The infamous Baby Dick. Mm-hmm. That's one way to get your name across the workplace. Unfortunately. That is what I did. I definitely spread that. It was uh, down in Log Haven. The way I got my word spread around is uh, I started some stupid story while I jerked off in the bathroom. He's like, hey, you're the, you're the guy that beats it off in the bathroom. Little beady bathroom boy. We heard. <laughs> Why would you start that own rumor about yourself? It was really... I forget the context of the situation, but I think I was taking, like, really hard shit. Somebody came in and heard me make some grunts. He's like, you're beating off? And for some reason, I just 
felt like, fuck it, why not? Let's double down on this story. <laughs> Let's double yes. down on yes, this. Yes, I did. Yes, I was beaten off. I had nothing him. else better to do today. I didn't feel like working for Steve. You got a like fucking off. problem with that? <laughs> you got a problem with you the fact that I'm sitting in here fully torqued right now, bro? Yeah. Getting fucking paid to do it? Bro. Right while you're talking to me? I told mm -hmm. Kevin, the one that was training, like, what, you don't like to come? <laughs> That's a fair question. What, you don't like to come? Who does? Yeah, he's on. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We've Shit. been we've been recording, bro. I like just, to do a rebuttal. Uh, no. Damn it. No, sir. Just stuck. Is that a little funnel you got over there? An orange and white thing? Uh, what? Is that like a funnel? No, they're like fucking, they're little like rubber bowls that you oh. guys can use for ashtrays. Mm. I got four of them. If you look over, there's more. She's gonna throw them out. She's like, "Can you use these for anything?" And I was like, "Fuck no!" And then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna throw them out." And I thought of it. And I'm like, "Wait, the guys can use those." You see, LeBron James is the world's most uh, most paid NBA player in history. That yeah, makes sense. He's been in the NBA like half his life. Until Kevin Durant resigns and gets a bigger deal. Then he'll be the most paid player in NBA history. No. You don't think he's leaving the uh, Nets? Hmm? You don't think he's leaving the Nets? He's not. I'm pretty sure he's already made deals that he's staying there. And, uh, but LeBron's just... LeBron. He, yeah, he's just a bigger entity. I mean, how many entity. more seasons does he have left in him? He signed two more God years no, with the yeah. Lakers. He did sign two more years with the Lakers. Which would put him at 39. I don't think I think Bronny will be in the league by then. Two more years. It's getting yeah, it's getting real close. He's gonna play son. with him. He said that yeah. he wants to <laughs> stay with his other son. By his other son gets in there, which be like another four years after Bronny joins. So if he yeah if he dynasty forty six dude if he <laughs> if he gets to play with both of his sons on the court like there's always like the father son duo but I don't know if there's ever been a father two son duo Imagine and. Yeah, and at that being fucking, like, the dude. Like, the man of your fucking era. I was saying, like, what imagine if one gets drafted to a different team or something like that? Well, and, like, there. it's the father-son versus the son? I mean, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like, he can, like... He can do what he wants, bro. Like, <laughs> like, You're hiring my son. Yeah, if he wants, if he wants his son to come over, he'll get them to sign his son. Plus, also, it's just, again, like what I said, is like LeBron is just a bigger entity whatever team he would choose to go to or do that with like if it was the lakers and he chose to sign like the pr on that is just like you know what i mean like it's just ridiculous like just day in day out is gonna be on him and his fucking sons james and sons basketball co i wouldn't be lying if i think he doesn't have some influence over his draft value like i i feel like he whoever, definitely there's like, Brown, people have said like, forever, like, Brown. he fucking calls the shots on teams. Like, I don't think he makes all big decisions, but you can't fucking tell me that the fucking GMs and the fucking owners don't fucking, like, if there's a big decision that's, like, a basketball decision, you can't tell me these motherfuckers don't fucking come to him and be like, yeah, they're uh, uh, what'd you think? Oh, sure. <laughs> what'd you think, uh, dog? Frank Vogel, the head coach of the Lakers, I've seen that man give LeBron a timeout, and then he'll take his headset off and give it to LeBron and he'll just go somewhere. Yeah, he fucking, <laughs> yeah, he play coaches a lot. All right, here, hey, I gotta go take a shit quickie. I mean, that's what, that's kind of like LeBron's whole thing, though, is that he, like, he just, like, coaches from the floor. 
Like, there's so many stories of him literally just being like, yo, you, there, you, there, he gonna do this, then that, yes. And then just literally, like, what he just said happens exactly how he said it, even though he just told literally everyone that it was gonna happen. And he's, it's just like, it's so fucking weird. Got that court vision before he's, it even happened. He's Joseph. Plus, they also say he has, like, a, <laughs> they say he has, like, a photogenic memory, too. There's also a bunch of fucking... There's a bunch of instances where they ask him to recall plays, and he does them. Like, there is one where he recounts, like, an entire set of, like, plays, like, up and down the court multiple. Like, he was sitting in a press conference after the game, and, and it fucking was like, hey, dude, like, you know, can you can you kind of explain, like, what happened there at the end? And he literally broke down the play, and then ESPN, like, does a thing side by side where he said he's explaining the play after the game just sitting there by himself off memory. And fucking, they're playing the play off of fucking the replay of the game live. And he, dude, he just nailed it. Like, every single detail of the play, he fucking hit it 110%. It was just fucking, it was insane. It's, it's pretty insane. Better be smart with that basketball knowledge. It's all he gets paid to do. They say he watches multiple screens at a time and he can follow each game. Like, he can, like, he has one of those sets up at his house where he's, like, watching each game. He can watch, like, something like six to eight games at a time, and he says he can follow each one, like, what period much, they're in. How much film he could possibly watch these days, other than he just knows he needs to get rid of Russ. That's they're the keeping him. They're staying. Thinks. They're all staying. Have, do like, you pay attention? Have yeah, you they, Have you been watching shit? They've, like, gutted their whole team, and they, like, replaced all their nobodies with a bunch of new nobodies. I mean, yeah, but Russ what? and AD still there. <laughs> You just said that they got to get rid of Russ, and then he's they staying. Should, they should get rid of Russ. He's staying, bro. Take what little value you have and give it to somebody else. I can't believe you're going to fucking fold on my man Russell Westbrook like that. I wouldn't fold on AD yet, even though he's been kind of stinker, but... Yeah, that's so crazy. You're not going to fold on AD, but you're going to fold on Westbrook. I think that's the only reason he signed those two years is because of AD. That's how much faith he has in AD. Not Russ. Russ is getting traded by this season, I guarantee it. I put money on it. ASMR. What if he stayed in so long that his sons get into the league and then he just retires to coach his sons? I mean, that's probably the plan. I can see him being a coach easily. The James Dynasty. Well, I don't know if he'll want to be. He has so many other ventures right now. I don't know if he'll. I think he might want to. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I don't want to say, like, I think he'll want to. I just <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if he just. like camera robot. It's just his face and he's just coaching from just not being there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At some point, he'll be like, all right, I can't play anymore. But I'll just coach the team that my, my son's playing on. Fuck it. I'm sure they won't say no to me. I don't know. I could see him walking away from it. That's what I was going to say. I, I could see him being like, yeah, this is a long part of my life. Like, I could see him walking away. But you're right. I could see, I could him, see him. Walker making threes. Yeah, I could see him. Hobbling into the middle just of the court. Then he just fucking sinks it. Just drains it. Over the shoulders. Just goes in barely. muscle memory. Nothing, nothing really else NBA wise. What if he became a bowler? He's like, you know what? I'm bowling. That's Chris Paul. Yeah, but Chris Paul bowling? Chris Paul does bowl. He holds like a, a celebrity tournament like every year. What if he's like, I'm going to become the number one disc golf player? Maybe. Yeah, he should just retire and go full time with the State Farm gig. <laughs> I think you just do shitty commercials the rest of your life. I don't know. I don't like the Suns, but I'm biased. Well, I mean, you know he's going to be an actor now because like Space Jam and everything. He's going to start his acting career after basketball. He's already got his portfolio. Chris Paul? 
I'm sure he'd been in, he, there's more than that he was in another movie too I can't remember yeah he's in a couple movies besides like outside of Spaceship Spaceship was just one of those things I feel like the public talked about forever that finally Warner Brothers did it and then they were just like fuck we actually didn't have okay yeah we didn't have an idea on what to do about this I mean I still like it was fine yeah I just remember pausing the movie so many fucking times like is that Pennywise? Yeah, it was me? cool seeing them all. Like, that's what I mean. It's just like, yeah, it's like corny and stuff. But like, you watch all kinds of corny movies all the time. Like, yeah. watching Space Jam. I'm not trying to look for the fucking the best fucking movie I ever fucking watched. I say it how I feel about the the Disney Star Wars trilogy. I'm glad that they exist rather than not exist at all. Uh, they're fucking awesome. Hold on, hold on, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, they're cool. No, they're fucking awesome. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They're fucking awesome. Like First all, off, yeah. you see a bunch. It's it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. You get you get the stars. You get the wars. Pretty sweet. They also like fucking delved into legends. Actually, like they took bits of legends, which was non-canon, and now they're taking aspects of it and making it canon. And people. First off, there's fucking ancient samurai fucking gurus that can wield a fucking invisible fucking force field and people are mad that fucking Palpatine like came back from the dead or something like I, don't, I just don't understand like what people are so mad about it's such a it's a sci-fi film like it's it's made for like it's it's like that classic hero's tale where you know what I mean like I, I don't people act like it's supposed to be like the like I don't know, like this, like the craziest cinematic. Like it's supposed to be like Game of Thrones or something. It's just like it's Star Wars has always just been Star Wars. Like it's always been corny. It's always been like kind of goofy. Like that's why that's why people like it. I I think the prequels will always be the best because the plots follow stuff other than the rise of Darth Vader and stuff and how he becomes Darth Vader. While the, all the other movies have like the same plot. Good guys, bad guy has big ship, destroys planets. Good guys, gotta just destroy it. It's like episode four, six. I think a few of the new new episodes. Like, don't they just get a new Death Star that just destroys like five planets instead of one? Like that's they kind get of lazy. It's always like the same concept, like the same yeah, so I mean, cutter like thing. I just want more like Jedi and Sith. I mean, those yeah. are the parts I like. Ancient Jedi and Sith, that'd be fucking sweet, I man. That's why Jedi's are so cool because we rarely see them. And when we do, there's only a few and they're really badass. Because all the other ones are dead. Yeah. Shout out to Order 66, man. Ancient ancient Jedi and Sith confrontation would be fucking sweet. Like fucking uh Knights, Knights of the, of the Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic, like Darth Raven and shit like that. Darth Bane, like Make Star Killer. I don't know if they're make, yeah. Make that Star Killer uh, four show and lease game. Make it like a make a live action spin off, like a Rogue One, just one and done movie of that. I would love that. Yeah, I don't know about those games. I don't know how canon they are. I don't think they are canon. Very non canon. Yeah, but I don't know like because games like that again, we went over Shadow of Mordor once on the in the podcast, and that could be canon. It's like they get licensed to use like the characters their likeness and like this stuff but again it's like a non-canon story so it's like weird it's like how are you gonna put this story out here and then it's just not part of it that was entertaining but it's not touching my shit it was really sweet the first time i played that game was on the nintendo wii so i was fucking 
I was having a blast as a kid, swinging them things like a real fucking. I did enjoy the Wii. The Wii was fun. Yeah, and it's so funny. I went to GameStop once, and the fucking person said that they literally have like warehouses full of them. Like everyone traded in Nintendo Wiis, and nobody wants them. Like nobody wants to buy them anymore. I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, dude, we literally have like so many locations just filled up with these things." And I was like, "I don't. I think you're exaggerating a little bit." I keep it just for Wii Sports. I don't blame them. Wii Sports, but they have it for the fucking. They have it for the Switch now. It's like a new, better version. Yeah, her friend, my girlfriend's friends, were playing it down there, and uh, I think I might get it. It looked pretty fun. Switch Sports. (laughs) Switch Sports. I think it's called Me Sports now. Something like that. <coughs> I don't keep up with the times. I just keep up with the games. <coughs> just not their names. I started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I'm not gonna lie. What the fuck? What do you mean, what the fuck? Like a good what the fuck or a bad what the fuck? I mean, I'm coming from last game I played was Origins, and that kind of. Really thoroughly surprised me. I think they added a lot to it, even though they were going backwards, like in time. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I get you get like at some point I got like this Iron Man suit that shoots like beams out of its chest and shit. I'm like, this doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed anymore. You know, just some of the things I did is weird. I don't know how to explain it. It didn't feel. It's not. It's different. I appreciate it. They're doing different things, but you had to play Odyssey. Eventually, you could have got like. It's like Origins, isn't it? <coughs> you would have got in Origins. That. You would have got Isu, like armor too. That it doesn't shoot beams out of it, but it looks like that. In these later games, they start getting more into like, like in Odyssey, the DLCs are like your throne. Okay, if Odyssey, you're in like ancient Greece, right? The DLCs, you get thrown into, like, Elysium, then Hades, and then uh, Atlantis, and you're dealing with, like, the demigods in, like, inside of another simulation, you know what I mean? So it, like, gets into more of, like, the lore, and if you play, kind of like what you're saying, if you play Assassin's, we discussed this when we went over the episodes, if you play Assassin's Assassin's Creed on the just like base version of it and you don't like get into the lore and stuff like that i get what you mean it does seem like yeah this is like this is weird this doesn't seem like assassin's creed but those types of things like kind of do make sense within the lore i'm not trying to convince you other like i'm not trying to make you sing like it's not like i just but it's just a place for myself as a fan but then again yeah they do find their ways to tweak it when you said i bet if i looked at it's gonna be some like ancient isu technology if you look at the description and you know my small brain don't I don't know all about that even though I I mean if you ever just see if you ever just see Arbor like that you just you know it's old ancient issue fucker I thought you were gonna say well maybe if you listen to the episodes of the podcast no. I'm like no, no but uh because it's because that series is like super like it's cryptic about it you know what I mean that's the main thing that most people are always just like I don't understand and just like all of a sudden you're like doing that like I've missed back in the old ones when you're just a normal fucking person. And it's like, but you still weren't. Yeah, like, you, weren't. you still weren't really. It's like, now they're just using, like, better mechanics. And they're kind of, you know, expanding upon the 
fantasy and fantastical version of like the Isu and what they could have been with their ancient technology. Well, and like, aren't the new ones really like not really assassins? Like, not really part of the order. They're just kind of yeah, like, correct. Their own? Like, they're just like related like through the bloodline, basically. Yeah. Well, it goes into like okay, so like. In the beginning, it was like Assassin's Templars, and then in what basically in these new ones that you're talking about, Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla, it goes into this like basically like Bayek in Origins, him and his wife Aya, they start the Hidden Ones, which is like just a precursor to the Assassins. Like so, yeah, they're not the Assassins; they're kind of like in a different time period and somewhat believed in different ideals because they're from different parts of the world. But it's just how, like, same thing as, like, the tem- the Templars were also... There's, like, the Order of the Ancients. And and there's these other orders, like, as, like... That's kind of, like, how they paint that, is that there's other secret societies all over the world trying to take over. No matter where, what you do, one pops up after the other one, and... Besides the Ezio trilogy, I've always looked at it as, like, Assassin's Creed will take Assassin's Creed, the plot, the universe, will slap it into another region with its own, like, based around their religions and mm-hmm. that stuff. And I'm, I'm down with that, because at some point we get to, like, I don't know, like a... Yeah, it's sweet. We'll deal with Jesus Christ. Like, at some point I have to assassinate Jesus Christ. I would be very I, happy with that. I'm very glad they've stayed I, away from that time period. Oh, Didn't they announce the new one? Recently? This happens all the time, like when a new Assassin's Creed's coming out. Every single time there's one, there's all kinds of like fake shit that goes out about the new location and what culture it's gonna be about, because that's what basically the fan base loves about it the most. There's a big, there's a lot I see that they're trying to, they might be doing Aztec or they're doing a Japan one. That's the two that I see the most. Ghost of Tsushima came out. Aztec would be different. At, you know what I mean? Like I could, I could see him doing it because it'd be different. But Ghost of Tsushima was like a relatively recent game. It was v- well received, and everyone was just like, "This is Assassin's Creed. This game is fucking like a, a better version of Assassin's Creed. Like you can fucking, which it kind of was. Like if you watch people who like use the mechanics of Ghost of Tsushima, like you can really do some crazy shit in that. You can fuck people up when you get fully leveled up. May I just say, it's so damn beautiful of a game. Yeah, it was Sometimes good. Sometimes I forget to play the damn game. I'm just sitting there like, oh. I just got sick of fucking following foxes. God damn. They like that shit. So, Come back, little fox. Tanookis get you. Get a little tanuki suit. Star Wars has fucking breath of the wild. We gotta find like 800 of those little Kuroko seed guys. Oh. <laughs> Elite guys? Yeah. I never played that game. Oh, like I did. It's before. fucking well, fuck I, that game. I'll just say I, I don't have a Switch, so there you go. There's not there's not a lot on the Switch that I want besides Pokemon titles. That's fair. And some of my favorite are already on DS form, which I have. So. Peter plays the Mario Party, Mario Kart. I want a 3DS though. I can play uh, Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. But what's up? It's another good episode of Rooney Talk. I'm Bud Walker. I'm Baby Dick. We're like 30 minutes in. Love it. <laughs> probably cut like 29 minutes of that though. Probably not. There's banter. Yeah, I probably won't. <laughs> Maybe if we talked about a couple of things before. But 
We already released. <laughs> yeah, we already released that episode. What does that say? Next episode releasing. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Good morning, I love you. Yep. Or congressional UFO hearing. <laughs> no, it's good morning, congressional UFO hearing. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually do have a little bit of a topic today. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about old Abe the Eagle. Old Abe the Eagle. Yeah. Just like, is this like one of those uh, Corporal Wojak? Yeah, actually, yeah, basically, but he's an eagle this time. <laughs> so I literally, we already told the story. It's just a bear from an eagle. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's been another good episode of Room Detail. Except this time it's during the Civil War. Dude, I knew it too. As soon as I saw you post those pictures of that fucking eagle, I was just like, this is going to be exactly like Corporal Wojak. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I can't remember if I'm saying his name right or not, but yeah. I can, yeah. You got a couple new stories first, though. Yeah. Before we get to the eagle. So we get to the old <laughs> He looked fucking huge. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He looked fucking big. Just cannon fire. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, dude. They shot him out of cannons? No, 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 no. But, like, like he, they said he would always, like, flap his wings and, like, scream during battles and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's trying to get the fuck out of there, but <laughs> You guys got him strapped down. <laughs> By the fucking cannons, it looked like. <laughs> So, did you guys hear about the pilot that threatened to crash into a Mississippi Walmart? I did, actually. Oh, Mississippi Walmart? Yeah. Why? Why'd he threaten it? Who'd he threaten? Was he flying? He threatened the Walmart, I guess. What? <laughs> hey, you just flying and you just, like, phone in the Walmart? At around 5 a.m. local time, Corey Wayne Patterson, 29, stole a fully loaded Beechcraft King Air 90 from Tulupa Regional Airport. And then I put a picture of it in the media. It was, I, it's towards the bottom, though. Yeah, right there, that airplane. Sure. So it's like a twin propeller prop plane. Looks like you can probably fit like maybe like six people in there or something yeah. like that. Maybe <laughs> a little bit more. Those six people and then like the two not going to talk about the picture above it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking concerns me. Why? Oh, no reason. Continue, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Quickly after departing the airport, he, he alerted emergency responders of his intention to crash into a local Walmart. No one else was aboard the plane. Residents were quickly asked to evacuate and avoid the area surrounding the local Walmart and Dodge's convenience store until the situation was resolved. A negotiator working with the police spoke to Patterson directly as he hovered over the city for four hours. He was also in contact with his family while flying the plane. What? <laughs> He's a multitasker. What did they say? Uh, basically, they said that he, like, he was basically just, like, in a bad mental state, I guess. Like, yeah? He's just freaking the fuck out. He's like, yeah, he does this sometimes, man. Last week, he said he was going to do it to Lowe's. Week before that, it was the sheets. Like, sorry, Walmart. Apparently, while he was flying the plane, he wrote a message uh, He wrote a message on Facebook, basically a message in essence that said goodbye. And then at one point, he agreed to land safely, land the plane safely in Tulupo, but then changed his mind and flew northwest. At 10-12 local time, Patterson confirmed that he had landed the plane. The aircraft was damaged when the landing was still intact, and then he was arrested and taken into custody. Well, at least no one was hurt. I mean, like, he could have just took his plane joyride, didn't have to, like, tell anybody, and he could have just landed the plane and went home. But since he threatened to crash into the Walmart, now he has to go to jail. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. What do you... You gotta make a big scene about it. 
Yeah, you could just fly, like, just take the plane, you know, just do what you want to do. You could have just thought about it, maybe even talked to yourself about it, hype yourself up a bit, but then not do it, and then just fly home. You could have just made, like, a YouTube video about it. I'm going to let these it. people know. I'm going to crash this into this Walmart. Yeah. My plane needs fixed. So a Russian taxi app hacked with hundreds of drivers ordered to the same location, causing huge traffic jams in Moscow. This sounds like another day there, though. It doesn't sound like anything crazy. <laughs> Hackers targeted a Russian taxi app by sending hundreds of drivers to the same address, causing huge traffic jams in the city of Moscow amid the Ukraine invasion. Yandex Taxi, a Russian app similar to Uber that allows orders, I mean, users to order cabs to the location, was reported to have been targeted Thursday morning, September 1st. And the company later confirmed the incident in a statement. They said on the morning of September 1st, Yandex Taxi encountered an attempt by attackers to dispute the service. Several dozen drivers received bulk orders to the Feely region, the company said. As a result of the hack, taxis float over a major road that runs east to the west, leading to the center of the Russian capital. And the company said the security department immediately stopped attempts to artificially order the taxis, however, it was not enough to stop the gridlock. Drivers will spend about 40 minutes in traffic jams due to fake orders. The fuck? <laughs> I would not want to go there. No. I was in a taxi like two weeks ago, though. Well, it wasn't, I mean, Uber. You saw what the modern day people call it. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, I live right behind a taxi service. I should have just called them. Yeah, probably. But it was a really, it was, uh, what was his name? Rashad. He looked, he looked like we could be brothers. <laughs> he didn't sound like he had peanut butter in his mouth. I ain't like that, though. But yeah, a very nice. <laughs> <laughs> he had the nicest fucking Prius, man. Like, was nice and clean. I gave him, like, I was like, man, I'd give you a six out of five stars if I could. It was good. Very Damn. nice guy. Took me all the way to Walmart. Thank you, Rashid. Yeah, the one time I had to call that taxi service behind your house because my I ran out of gas, basically. And so they had, I had to get them to take me up to the a to get like more gas. That guy's an asshole. Yeah. The old man, he's kind of a crotchety douche. It was before Uber was a thing, really. I'd rather hit up Rashid. Hey, yo, my man. My peanut butter filled man. Shit got yelp. <laughs> yeah, we were in Boston, though. We took a lot of Ubers because driving in Boston sucks. It racks up a lot. Yeah. Go back and forth one time. The guy waited for me. But he got a tip. That's nice. I wasn't quick, though. I took my time. <laughs> I made him earn that tip. Yeah. I made that peanut butter man earn that tip. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he reminds me of, uh, I had an Indian doctor as my, like, primary physician for, like, 20 years, and we'd always rip on each other for shit, like, you said I had a big nose, I'm like, yeah, well, you sound like you have peanut butter in your mouth. <laughs> While he sit there and looks at my dick, and he's like, alright, now cough. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot of power. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Fuck. Just glad he didn't diddle me. Yeah, I mean, well, he did, but... It well, was consensual. Yeah. Diddled? No, no. By his doctor. Oh, well. No, that happens. Yeah, it was consensual. Yeah, to say. <clears throat> was she hot? No, but <laughs> a mouthful of peanut butter. Was he hot? Old Indian guy. <laughs> Is that hot to you? No, cough. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. I mean, okay. Listen, it could be worse, bro. Trust me. Could I be worse. I, I, next time it will be a girl, though. I'm going to try that. 
I don't think I've had that happen to me since school. No. What a physical? Well, like the they cup your balls and you got a cough. I've had it quite a few times, probably actually since high school. I've only done it once. It was really weird, uncomfortable. It was at, it got over. You've only had it done once. Yeah. I'm so I'm like blown away that you've only had this many physicals. In I mean, your life. Is that part of the physical every time? Cup your yeah. balls? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was oh, just like a... I don't think... I had to get a physical when I got my CDL. I don't think they did that. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's like, oh, this one's I'm special. Just, every physical I've ever got, it's like, <laughs> you gotta... Like, like when you get... Well, like, you gotta get a physical. Like, this is what it is. Like... Doctor, my throat... My, I got a sore throat. All right, get in there and take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking physical, bro. Not a checkup. A physical. <laughs> Doctor, my eyes bleed. Are <laughs> 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 you guys just joking naked at your doctors when you go in? No, I don't oh, think that's guys. a regular part of the physical one. I've only ever done it once, and he's yeah, like, you know what he's like listening. I gotta to get you, you hooked up with my doctor. <laughs> when he's listening to you breathing it out on his back, he's not covering your balls too. <laughs> <laughs> Next one I go to, I'm like. What, you didn't cut my balls or anything? <laughs> yeah, he makes me feel safe. <laughs> it's not even part of the physical. He's just doing it just for comfort. Yeah. Makes, he makes me feel safe. Makes me feel safe. Oh my god. He knows exactly how to cradle him. Well, that just spiral really badly. He has the perfect palm. <laughs> so, next one? Next topic? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Argentinian vice president survives assassination attempt with gun jams. We have a video if you want to see it. Oh, hell yeah. Of the assassination attempt? Yeah. It was a failed one. So what? We happen. see it happen? I mean, she, it's failed. It didn't, like, the gun jams. What? It's that first one. And I have, like, a second video that's, like, a closer angle. What? I didn't expect. I thought this was just going to be an article. It almost happened, like, the other day. Spoil us, Mike. I mean, you already know it fails. Hey, Chris Pratt. This happened is outside he, our home. Is Chris Pratt the one that did it? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta do. He's like, I gotta do ads now. <laughs> Put money on my books. Hmm. Change shirts. Wow. Rich people can do that. Wow. I thought it was failed. Yeah, I guessed the gun. But yeah, she's just like talking to people outside her house. This was the first. Oh, it's a female president? Oh, it's, a, it's the vice president. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit! You're gone, buddy. Wait till you see the other video. Oh, shit, Sorry, bro. That's, that's pretty much it. They just like grab him then. Okay, he's gone. Yeah, she's just walking behind a car and then just out of, like, a, gra a crowd of people, a gun just pops out right in her face. Dude! Yeah, go go watch the other video. Like, I'm trying to see her right now, real quick. Oh, no, like, yeah, the other video is, like, from a different angle. You can see it a lot better. She's like, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. She's like, I don't feel I like... I fucking throw I up, I wouldn't want to go to the next few campaign uh, sessions. Yeah, scroll down. This is the Reddit one. Right there. Dude, what? That was fucking. That was wild. Oh, wait for this it's one. It's a guy in the red hoodie. 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this is a lot closer angle. Who's filming this? Uh, just another dude in the crowd. Like, a dude in the crowd just filming the vice president coming by. Hey, look, there she goes. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> dude, he put it in her eye! Run it back. Yeah, run it back. Oh, shit, bro. You can hear, like, the gun, like, clicking around as he does it to it. Now, if you Whoa, heard me. bro. And that's right outside her house. Whoa, man. That's fucking wild. It's not her house. It's just, like, her casually going to her car. Oh, no, oh, she's, coming, she's coming home, I think. Oh, God. But, uh... Holy shit, bro! Well, I mean that's what happens when you're like a public figure. Fuck, she do what? Bill I'd resign. I'd literally resign. So I'd be like, yo, I'm fucking done. She really didn't have any security, like. I mean, it's Argentina. Argentina's vice president survived an assassination attempt after a gunman's weapon jammed as he tried to shoot her at close range outside her home. Vice President Cristina Fernandez was unharmed in the incident, which rocked the South American nation, already wracked by turmoil due to spiraling inflation and her trial on corruption charges, she denies. The man attempted to kill the Vice President as she was surrounded by large crowds of supporters outside her Buenos Aires residence at 9pm local time. And the video footage shows the incident of the Vice President uh, greeting boisterous supporters near a white vehicle when a hand appears from the crowd holding a black pistol. The hand appears to pull the trigger inches from her face and the click is heard, but no shots ring out. The crowd then appear to turn o turn and overpower the gunman. Oh my god, dude! So you don't believe in God? You do now. <laughs> Fucking something, bro. Something saving. Uh, she probably just believes in gun jams. Thank God for can't get it good guns like in this a, country. I thought it looked like like a little revolver. It wasn't like a revolver. It's just like a little like mm. pistol. Man. Show one with a revolver, they don't jam. <laughs> that first video got me, I think just because it was so far back and you could just like it was like so it was like a where's Waldo. Yeah. It's like where's Waldo? Like as soon as you see it, you fucking see him. Like there it put like pop right out. But oh, yeah, yeah, that second one was like, dude, he put it right in her fucking well, eye. Yeah, I saw that second one, that close one on Reddit one day. Like when I think it's probably like the day it happened or something like that. And then uh, when I was looking for news stories, I found it. I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta go back and find the other video then. Wow. What I want to know is, just like you what said, was his plan, if it, like, afterwards, does, does he just get eaten by the crowd? He probably didn't really care. It's wow factor, bro. It's it's yeah. wow factor. It's it's a, if he's if he's to the point where he's doing that, it's a, I just want to live forever as the dude who killed the vice president. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, he did not care, like, the next five seconds of what happens. Even right there, I bet he got stomped, bro. I bet those people are supporters of her. Yeah. Like, they, they're outside of her home fucking trying to support her for all this shit, and they just tried to kill her. Dude, and this is Argentina. They stomped him, bro. Mm. And if they didn't, the cops did. For sure. They, they just stomped him until the cops got there. <laughs> her reaction, too, even. Just, like, when she was just, like... Like, she's probably just, like... Thank whatever fucking thing she believes in. If like a life flash before your eyes moment, that's it. Wow. <laughs> wow. You could have actually flash in a whole different way. Yeah, put it right in her eye, too. Just like in the wiggle back and forth. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, he's gotta be nervous. Oh, for sure. Yeah, god. No, he was cool, nervous. calm, collected the whole time. Walking over with sunglasses? Hey.
<laughs> so I thought this next one was kind of crazy. A Texas man convicted of child sexual assault dies after chugging from bottle as verdict is read. Whoa, he mm. dies from chugging a bottle as the verdict was read. Yeah. So after the first count was read and the Denton County jury returned a guilty verdict, Edward LeClaire, 57, started drinking from a plastic water bottle filled with what appeared to be a clear liquid, lawyer Mike Howard said. I looked over and noticed him drinking, Howard said. His hand was shaking at the time. I thought it was shaking because of the verdict. Then he kept drinking and drinking. The assistant, direct, direct, uh, the assistant district attorney said the liquid appeared cloudy. LeClaire, a former Navy mechanic and corporate recruiter, was indicted on... Uh, oh. Was indicted two years ago on five counts of sexual assault on a person between the age of 14 and 17. And he said he was innocent of the charges, though. The conviction came after a three-and-a-half-hour deliberation, and LeClaire faced a possible sentence that ranged from probation to 100 years. Yeah. With charges like these, if they find a defendant guilty, a very stiff punishment is certainly possible, Howard said. LeClaire had been out on bond during a trial and not subject to the same restrictions as somebody in custody. And he drank most of what was in the bottle before being remanded to a cell to await sentencing. Howard briefly talked to his client where he waited there, and LeClaire appeared to be dejected and in shell shock. All the things you would expect. Minutes later, back in the courtroom, the bailiff said that LeClaire was throwing up, Howard said. The jury was sent home, and LeClaire was taken on a gurney to the hospital. Forty-five minutes after the whole thing began, I was <coughs> notified by the hospital that he'd been declared dead. Members of the jury returned Friday and were notified of LeClaire's death, and they were told it wasn't their fault. <laughs> it's like, alright... You guy, I know you convicted him, but it's not really your fault. <laughs> Howard said he never saw LeClaire, who he described as thoughtful and, and actively involved in his defense, put anything inside the bottle. But he added, we weren't looking for that. Frankly, no one was looking for that. No one cared. So yeah, this dude, like, literally, like, he got convicted of, like, the charges, and he's like, you know what, I'm good. And just fucking drank something. They don't know what he did. It, this had like the article didn't say because like it happened so recently. Mm. It just happened the other day. Yeah. Did it say his age? I don't. It doesn't even probably matter. Fifty-seven. I think. Fifty-seven. You're, you were told you're probably gonna get a hundred some years. That's pr- basically life in prison. Well, and, like even if you don't get that long, like you're still going in as a pedo. It's like you're either gonna be in like administrative you know like segregation or just fucking stomped to death on the yard. Yep. So like, well, they or fucked to death in your yeah. bed. I'm sure there's worse things. That, no, okay, I take that back now. No, bro. Yeah, I'd probably be a pedos too. <laughs> I mean, if you got nothing else to do, like, if I'm like a cold-blooded murderer, I'm like, well, I'm here for a reason. I'm gonna kill some pedos, stomp them out. They yeah, do like, that, dude. There's legit men, dudes. Like, there's legit dudes who do that. Yeah. They got life sentences, so they just fucking. They're just like, fuck it. I'll add another one. I don't give a fuck. What are you gonna do to me? And that's why a lot of them go to like segregation. I mean, it's it's like not like the punishment segregation, but it's still in the same oh, place. You get treated the same their way. Own safety, yeah. And sometimes the cops don't even fucking care. Yeah. No. Like they'll they'll, they'll still have to do stuff about it because it's technically like the system and stuff like that. I mean, but they can't let someone die under their watch. Like, well, I don't. There's other places where it does, dude. I saw this one interview, like, um. Well, but I mean, like I'm saying, what I'm saying is like they can't stand there and like watch someone die. Obviously, like they can't just like stand just like the room. Well, like, mm. like they got people in there, like a camera and stuff like that. Ah, uh, dude, I yeah. 
They fucking every cop has fucking cameras on them, and they shoot motherfuckers with them right on them. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, I was watching. The, what I was gonna say is that I was watching this. I watch a lot of like Adam Twenty Two. I don't know if you know who that is, but he he does a lot of like podcasts. But he's like in the hip hop culture a lot. So he 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 does a lot of interviews with a lot of hood dudes and stuff. And I was I was watching this one where this dude said that that's how they get they get rid of people like that by transferring them, like. Violent quote unquote dudes or something like that. Like, you'll try, like, people on the outside will try to call their homies and stuff like that. And they're like, yo, like, yo, he got transferred to here. And then they try to call, like, where they got transferred to. And he's just like, nah, man, like, he never came through. Or no, he got transferred to here. And then all of a sudden he's like lost in the system. It's really because they fucking snuffed him out in there and they keep fucking doing that. (laughs) They keep fucking, like, sending. And I was just like, whoa. I didn't get the whole gist of the whole interview. So, like, I'm not saying this is like a fact or anything, but I was like watching that and I was like, dude. That's fucking wild if that's true. You know what I'm saying? If they have some way where they can just like, oh yeah, this dude just transferred over here and this is him or something like that. And they're just like literally so full with motherfuckers. It's like, how do you even know? Yeah. How would someone come in and just know? I know like the traditional officer you see on the street. That I know they got body cams, but I mean, are we certain like just your typical prison guard has those? Oh, no, they don't. I think he was talking about like there's just cameras in the, in the yard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you can't just like sit in something like while someone's in their cell or something or like right out in the fucking cafe. Like, like, what footage? <laughs> I, but I bet there's places that do that still too. Just fucking delete it. Oh, nope. Sorry. Malfunction. Dad, blacked out there. Between those, between those five minutes, uh, I don't know. Just blank. But yeah, he did die in those five minutes. Coincidence. What's that one? Uh, you fucking one. quit looking. It's all like, uh, what else do you want me to do, man? Uh, dude, I gotta Dr. put a, Pepper I gotta man? put a fucking barrier up there. <laughs> <laughs> so the Australian Signals Directorate, fifty cent coin code cracked Ouch. by a Tasmanian fourteen year old in just over an hour. What? What? Uh, so basically, they're like, uh. Like, the Australian government's, like, cybersecurity branch, basically. And they, like, just put out, like, a 50-cent coin recently. And it had, like, a, like four layers of encryption on the coin, I guess. Like, if you click it on the back layer... It's very detailed. It's, like, a lot of shit And there's, like, on. binary on one side. And it looks like a cipher on, like, the outer ring. Yeah. I guess there's four layers of codes. And a 14-year-old boy has cracked four levels of code imprinted on a commemorative 50-cent coin released by the nation's Foreign Intelligence Cybersecurity Agency. The limited-edition commemorative coin was released on Thursday to mark the 75th anniversary of the Australian Signals Directorate, ASD, with only 50,000 minted for the occasion. They still got this bitch's face on the coin. She'll live forever. Unreal. So what's the occasion... It was our 75th anniversary, like, of the agency. And is there, like, a... Is it, like, the whole Sincada thing? Like, is there, like, a reward at the end for solving this, or... Well, I mean, basically, this like, this Well, like, we'll get to it. He uh, fucking unlocked an Illuminati code, bro. They said the coins four different levels of encryption were each progressively harder to solve, and clues could be found on both sides. By SD Regional Director Rachel Noble said in a speech at the Lowy Institute on Friday that the 14-year-old boy managed it in just over an hour. There's a challenge out there to see who can correctly break all the layers, and would you believe it? Yesterday, the coin was launched at 8.45 a.m., and we put up a web form and said, hey, if you think you got the answers, fill in the form. And believe it or not, a boy 14 years old in Tasmania was the first person in just over an hour to get all four layers right. She said, just unbelievable. Could you imagine being his mom? (laughs) 
<laughs> so we're hoping to meet him soon to recruit him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking give that guy a job. Uh, the director said yesterday that the coin celebrated the network of the agency's members and the evolution of code breaking, and that those who crack the codes could be pretty well placed to get a job at the ASD. So okay. you want to move to Australia and work for their government? You can no, bro. No, I don't even want to visit Australia with the fucking animals they got over there, bro. No, everything is like three times bigger than what we have. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck them spiders. Fuck them kangaroos. No. You go outside of kangaroos just choking your dog? I, no. I, funny can't, I don't see what's so scary about them. They grab you and they go back up on their tail and they gore you with their feet. And Plus, have you like seen like a like a yeah, real like dude. fucking like sh- like put together one, like oh, like a real built one? We've already I think we've talked they're about all this before. Built, like bro. They're, all, they're just <laughs> they're fucking animals, bro. Yeah, like they gotta be built. Yeah, so they like just the don't like that video of that guy when it's like choking his dog and he smacks it. Like that kangaroo is just sitting there more just like you just did that to me. Like you just hit me like. Bitch, you're fucking lucky. Like I'm not that, like. If he wants to kill the guy, right? Yeah, there. exactly. If that kangaroo wanted to fuck that dude up, that kangaroo would have fucked him well, up. Would man. you done what he did? I mean, I would have went to go get the dog, definitely. You want to punch but, him in the face? I mean, I would have dealt with the consequences. Might have grabbed sucked first. Yeah, I'd try to grab some. <laughs> Keep some distance between you and the roo. Yeah. Definitely try to grab something. Be swing like, at be it. Like getting donkey kicked. No, they got big ass no. talons on yeah. their feet, and they they grab you, and they like lean back, and they just gore you. They yeah, fucking, they like, just spill like, your guts out, yeah, dude. They, like, oh. Lean back like that, and just fucking yeah. So it's not like kangaroo jack, fuck. <laughs> no, no, bro. It's and it's like not even like they trick. They like try to like destroy your innards. Like they just try to hit you with blunt force in the gut until it, like you know what I mean. Like they're they're tearing your fucking stomach apart. Gotta love the mammals. Well, in your chest too. Like wherever they're kicking doesn't fucking you know what I mean. Yeah. They kick you in the fucking legs. Like you're. I'm looking this shit up later for sure. Kangaroo fucks up person. No, Dude, it doesn't fuck have to be a that. person. Maybe like some. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. See them fight. Yeah, and it's still punching you in the face too. Those motherfuckers still punch. And they got claws on their hands too. That's why I always thought, like, all their powers in their legs, and they got, like, little stringy-ass arms. Like, I'm mm. sure I could punch harder than they could. No, they definitely got, they got muscly arms. No, too. bro. I mean, yeah, they don't have, like, that movement of, like, a punch movement, but they definitely can, like, grab things and, like, hold yeah. them and, like, claw them. And it's just an animal. It's fucking living out in the wild. You're not, bro. <laughs> like, you're sleeping in I your took, nice apartment. I took an like, Uber the other day. <laughs> yeah, you ain't even working out. You ain't even lifting weights every day. Like, this motherfucker's out here in Australia. Fucking. In the Aussie. Yeah, like living with fucking zebras and kangaroo and other kangaroos that are fighting for its fucking territory and shit. Yeah, fucking. Whatever else is in Australia. Dragons and shit. I'd kick a Komodo dragon. Oh, back. Nah, bro. They spit acid on you? No, they, it's just like their mouths are like infected with like diseases and shit. Oh. You, like you get bit by one, your flesh would just start rotting off. I feel like I'd fight most things in Ew. Australia before I'd fight either a, a spider or a snake in Australia. I think those are like the top two things I'd avoid. Just Let's just say. How small and. And if you I got mean, bit by Komodo dragons, just like you're done anyway. Well, most things you get bit in Australia would probably kill you in one go. Those things can run after you, though, I'm pretty sure, can't they? They're probably much faster than a fucking They alligator. do that thing where, like, their arms, like, fly up back behind them and yeah. come back around, kind of. <laughs> it's cute to watch, but once they latch on, you're fucked. 
Yeah, so that's how they kill things. They usually just give them, like, a bite on the leg, and then they're just following them until they die from the infection. That's <laughs> 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 fucking nasty. Yeah, dude. I do want a pet Rot lizard. No? You want a pet, pet tarantula? I mean, I'm, fuzzy. Go I'm good. Nah, man, I'll just I'm get, like, a dog like, or yeah, something, man. You can get, like, the venom sacks taken out, and you just have, like, this little... It's not about the venom. I thought tarantulas didn't have venom. No, they definitely do. Some of them do. I'm sure some of them do. But yeah. I think like a lot of them did. I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they have to know. take the. I thought I had a. I'm pretty sure they have to devenomize them when they come over. But uh, I've started looking at them like, oh, they're actually not that bad. It's the way they move. Like our brains process it as it's very. It's not normal. Yeah, you're fucking so right. It's not normal. The fuck out of people. There's eight fucking legs and eight eyes, bro. No. No. no brain making that shit move. They're just doing it by instinct or something. I don't. No. Each leg has its own mind. No. No pet tarantulas. Apparently they do, but uh, it's not considered dangerous, but it may cause allergic reactions. Mm. You get an EpiPen for your little boy? Well, like, that makes sense, because, like, usually at the smaller animals, the more, like, venomous it is. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, like, a golf, like, golf mitt size one, you know, just one, like, latch on your face, like one of those things from uh, Samus. I mean, like, you can, but, like, just get, like, a dog, bro. <laughs> like, get a chihuahua, it's about the same size. fucking bark, dude. Okay, but it's, I mean, I guess. I don't want a noise complaint now, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> get a cat. Yeah, okay, I'll get another cat. <laughs> if you get a tarantula, I might not come to your house. Your mom won't let you get a tarantula. I, I know it. I found a fucking... Hiding in your closet. A big-ass web. No, I, I caught a spider at work, and your mom freaked out when I held it up. Mm. They started to grow on me. I used to hate those little bastards. It's the small ones, the ones I can't grab. But if it's like a tarantula, like if I'm mad at it, I'm going yeah. to grab it. Yeah. If it can grab me. Well, you can't. Spiders can't get bigger than a basketball. Physically impossible. I don't give a fuck, it bro. Make me feel better. Oh, I can't get bigger than a basketball. But at one point they could. At one point they did. Just because it was like what enough no, I, oxygen? Oh yeah, like uh. Uh, the type of lungs spiders have can't push oxygen to the extremities and like if they get bigger than that because they have a book lung oh man that's just such one of the few shame. things I learned in biology class and always stuck with me <laughs> spiders <laughs> spiders got book lungs like you only go to the size of a basketball uh, right now prehistoric spiders though I don't think it's going to get any better I don't know I'm pretty sure they've caught in big ones Thank like bigger than normal not like not like fucking Game of Thrones fucking giant spiders, but just like slightly bigger than like any fucking spider that we, any big spider that we have now. I tell you, I watched Lord of the Rings, all three of them, for the first time the other day. No Watch Rings of Power. Kind of, they're they're as hyped as the average like Star Wars trilogy is back then. Like, I, if a Star Wars fan told me to go see the like the original trilogy, trilogy, they hype the fuck up. Like, this is a masterpiece. It's just like, yeah, they're just really entertaining sci-fi movies. Yeah, it's because it's power. It's because Lord of the Rings and like The Hobbit is like the beginning of all fantasy. Like oh, yeah, that, I definitely like, felt like I was enjoying like a nice piece of man. fantasy and shit. Not the movies, the books. That's what the books. The Hobbit was was written in like 1920. Same with the Lord of the Rings. It was like followed up, and it was like 
that's why it's just like the big like thing is like people are like oh what's the big deal about lord of the rings it's like it's not it's not that that the story is like something that you've never heard before it's the fact that it's the start of everything you've ever heard before one of the first ogs it is the first he, I, I said this before. He's he's the reason why you say like why we say the word dwarves with a V. He uh, Tolkien was first off he was like a linguist. He had I think he had multiple degrees in like languages and stuff like that. But he always was upset in English that you would say elf, and then the plural version was elves, not with a V, not elves, mm. elves, but dwarf. You would say dwarf. And dwarfs, not dwarves. So he said. So he or and it was either that or the opposite way. Like you said, dwarf no, and dwarves, but you didn't say elf and elves. So he started doing. He started using one of those, either dwarves or elves. Like, and then like his editors kept changing it. They're like, no, that's not right. And he's like, no. He's like, it doesn't even make sense in the English language why you would do it. Like, why would you change it to a V with this word and not with this <laughs> not word? not even real. It's going to be how I want. <laughs> exactly. They're not dwarfs. I just thought that was funny because it was like, even at that, he's like a big reason why we even changed like words towards fantasy now. But it was just the fact that it was just like, he just started it. Like the whole world building. You get those elven, like the elven runes and stuff like that. Those are act. That's an actual language he made. You can read, write, and speak it. And there's actually multiple forms of them too. There's all. There's like a couple different versions of. There's like high elvish or something like that. Jesus it's like different, different versions of it. But yeah, the elvish like language you can literally like read, write, and it's and true. speak just, it. When I was watching it and all the battles and stuff. I mean, the first movie is pretty, like, lackluster because I, I imagine it's there to get the pieces into motion and then the next two are all battles and shit. It's very entertaining. It's just crazy to think, like, The Hobbit ties into that, even though I know back then it was just, like, all supposed to be just, like, a little story. Did you watch those? Kids. No, I have the first one, and I'm going to watch it here soon. Again, it, it's a fantasy tale. So like when it, you're gonna get, it's gonna be completely different when you go from Lord of the Rings to The Hobbit. It was like a a different like alternate ending where Aragorn kills Sauron. Well, he stabs Sauron and it doesn't do anything to him, and then but then he dies anyways because like at the same time, Gollum and Frodo are fighting and he like throws him into the pit. As opposed of um, how did the action movie end? But Sauron doesn't have... He's never there in his physical form to fight Aragorn. But yeah. I saw in the special features, I thought, what if they went down this path? They couldn't. Because I don't think he could have been in his physical form because he didn't have the ring or some shit, so they scrapped Yeah, I don't that. think that's how it happens in the book. He's not in physical... He's not able to take physical form Yeah, I, I think it would have been lame if he just, like, showed up at the gates waiting for him the whole time. Yeah, I'm here. I'm not actually that big eye in the back. That's just, like, my, uh, my weakened form. Yeah, I think you should give Rings of Power a shot, bro. I the think you show? should. I think you should, bro. It's a show or a movie? It's <laughs> a show, and it's based in the Second Age. So it it's like it it deals with events in the Silmarillion. The Silmarillion is like the very very first of all this. First yeah, one. yeah. The Silmarillion is based. Ah, I can't even say it's the first. When well, it came before the Hobbit. 
I mean... It's like the mythology of the world, basically. He wrote the Silmarillion, which, like, okay, like, back in, like, the first age of, like, Middle-earth and, like, the world of, like, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, there's these ancient gemstones called the Silmarils. So that's why he calls this the Silmarillion. So, anyway, it's basically the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit, like, that world's Bible. It's literally how the world was created, it's God's... And all the history leading up until, like, basically the Third Age and when Lord of the Rings and takes it, place. And it does ma- mention Calabrimbor, I think. Yes. It mentions all of them. All the old all the old elves. I'm just going to ruin it. I'm just going to say it right now. Calabrimbor is already in the new. Oh. I was literally oh sitting God. here and Calabrimbor showed oh. up and I'm like, yes! As soon as it came up, like, someone, like... A certain character said something and led up to it. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna go with this, like someone like this." And I'm like, "Yes, here he comes!" <laughs> Boom! They said his name, and I was like, "Oh man!" I can't wait to tell my buddy that. Tell your master, I come for. Him. I come for him. Yeah, not. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's actually really cool because we did the uh, we did the Shadow of Mordor episode. So, like, Rings of Power, there is the actual Celebrimbor and some of the deeds that he did. And, again, a lot of, like, the this, the fucking criticism towards this one is just people are, like, pissed off that it's, like, not word for word what Tolkien fucking wrote, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, it, other, uh, other parts of it sucks because he didn't explain everything before he died. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that he left, like, you know, don't get me wrong, he had a shit ton of notes. But it's also hard for his son to like piece them all together and actually get what he really meant with certain things. Well, so you can write thousands and thousands of pages, but to create a his like a history for an entire universe, like yeah. it's gonna take a lot. Yeah. But honestly, I think the show has a lot of promise. I like it. But you know me. Um I like everything. Like to be, just the fact that I that we're like the fact that we see two powerhouse fucking fantasy fucking series, like for the next like at least six weeks, six to seven weeks, we're gonna get a fucking episode of Rings of Power and fucking House of Dragon, House of the fucking Dragon, and House of the Dragon. Let's just fucking say that's fucking off the fucking chain too. Matt, I'm fucking a, a super Matt Smith fan already. Dude, I love Matt Smith. Dude, he is stealing the show, and that's what all the internet they just keep saying. They're like, "Yo, Damon is just carrying this shit," and he plays Damon so fucking well, bro. Did you see the latest episode? Mm-hmm. With the crab feeder? Yeah. Oh, bro! Poor crab people didn't even see it coming. <laughs> oh, man. You know what You know what gets me, though? Mm-hmm. He has fucking grayscale. Oh, yeah, I thought so. He has, they even, yeah, like, if you watch after the show, there's, like, little commentary with the directors and shit like that. Oh, yeah, if I you watch that. those, they even mention it. They're like, yeah, he's got, like, grayscale and stuff. It's like, so how's he fucking carrying him? <laughs> they might not, they probably don't care. I mean, it, lo- it looks like he just has, like, barnacles and stuff on him, but I was like... Mm. He said he had grayscale. He definitely, like, in that last episode, looked like he had Isn't grayscale that what on that his one face. kid had? Yeah. Oh. It's, like, super contagious. You can't, like, touch it, or you get it. Oh. So it's, like, poison ivy times 100. But I guess he's a Targaryen. Dragon blood protected. I guess he's a Targaryen. Remember, they're protected from He's blood. so inbred as fuck that you can't get yeah. diseases like that. You know, that's the way it happens, Are bro. Are perks having dragon scale? No. You just, you have shitty skin? You just get sent to her aisle to die. Oh. <laughs> that's the modern way. Yeah. The old way, you just probably just died right there. 
Alright, I'm gonna kill you with the sword. Burn the sword. Burn the sorrel she stood on. I don't want any of that here. Fucking high towers. <laughs> Dude, the fucking high towers. And they're only gonna get worse. Oh, yeah. They're only gonna get fucking worse, these sons of... Dude, these fucking motherfuckers. I love them, though. I love their... Uh, especially the father. Like, he gives you total, like... It gives me Tywin Lannister vibes as like he knows what he's what he's doing when other people don't know what he's doing. Totally different type of people though. Like Tywin's a powerful man. Like Otto's. There's definitely parts in the book where they people call him a coward a bunch of times. <clears throat> and you definitely saw in episode two he didn't want shit from Damon when he went to Dragonstone. <laughs> he didn't want that fucking at all, bro. He pulled Dark Sister out. Fucking Otto's like, oh shit. You gonna renounce your whore? Come back. <laughs> Every day you stand here, you soil yourself, your name, your brother's reign. <laughs> I do like how they all have like their insignias, which like really big on their chest. Yeah. <laughs> like the like the Lannister guys. <laughs> you saw him with these the big fucking lions right here. <laughs> it's like I'm. Tylen Lannister. It's like, I got that from the Lions. <laughs> Is Castle Rock supposed to be my consolation prize? <laughs> Dude. Great series, man. This I again I'm fucking ecstatic. I'm fuck I loving it right now, dude. I, I was telling him in the car, like, I don't like how we have to keep waiting a week for episode. It's yeah, but at the same time, like I'm just trying to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm trying to oh man. Every every week you get like a little treat. I do like how they've Spoon been doing it. Yeah, but yeah. it's two. But it's two fucking treats for me. <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings. I don't give a fuck what they do with it, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll admit if they butcher it, but I'm still just so, like, I'm telling the vastness of it, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, how could they butcher? Aren't both these ga- uh, both of these series takes place, like, before, like, the main content did? But it's still main so content. Like, like but it's still content that, like, uber book fans... That's what I mean. Like, all this stuff was still written in books. Now, what you're seeing in House of the Dragon, little different. Because that book was just recently made, and they decided to make a... Like, basically, they wanted something... They probably knew they were making the show when they was releasing that book. Yeah, they wanted, they wanted something... Another Game of Thrones. Yeah. They wanted something really fucking juicy, but something fresh. So we wrote a new book, and they're just like, "Yo, why don't we do it about the Targaryens? Why don't you go into the family?" So you know, he went in. He made. He finished off the family tree. He's fucking. Well, he's going to finish off the family. He still has got the other half of the book that he's doing. But so it's a little different, like that. But like the Silmarillion was like, this has been around for years and years and years before the those movies were ever a thing, bro. Yeah, I think 1920. When was the fucking Lord of the Rings came out? 1920 is when The Hobbit came out. In the 1920s, bro. That's what I'm saying is like that's why people like when people are like, He's "Whoa." Dead. Yeah. He died before he fucking finished all this shit. Yeah, he died before the movies were made. Dude, I'm telling you, there's a whole list of other works by Tolkien like like there's a whole like you think Lord of the Rings is something. He has books about the first age. Lord of the Rings takes part in the third age. We're this the series the fucking Amazon series is in the second age. It's like, dude, I'm telling you, there's all like he has so much writings in that world. That's insane, man. The fucking what's the one of fucking I can't honestly I can't even really fucking. How go much into do them. you think of his works been 
adapted into live action like 40%, 50, like no. Not even No. Well, Neither of those. It what wouldn't else? be 40 or 50. I would probably say it's probably closer to maybe 30. 20, 30. What's the uh, what's the other guy that does Game of Thrones? What's his name? He's the one that wrote it. George R. R. Martin. Yeah, do you think he'll live long enough to see all of his everything he's done like put into actual like I don't think he's going to live long enough to put out his last fucking book. That's what I was going to say. He said he's done saying he's he's done trying to tell people like he's done trying to keep a goal when he's gonna end it. He's like, because I never make it, and then people get mad at me. So fuck I think it. He's just, I think he's just gonna write it and then wait till he dies yep. to release it. I really think that's what's gonna happen. That's Mike's running theory here. Does he's he always. Kids? Is he gonna like finish it like the other one? No, no. I think he's gonna write it, but I don't think he's gonna release it. But he won't he like he won't publish it. He won't fuck put it out, and like then the in his will, yeah. Well, it's just it, we again we talked. I can't. You might not have been here. We talked about it before, and it's like kind of like. It seems to be like a thing with these authors. Who was uh, who did Wheel of Time? Uh, uh, Robert Jordan. So they build these like giant fucking worlds, and it's like, how do you finish it? It's kind of like what we talk. It's like how like you're always gonna want an end. People are like as soon as you wrap it up, people are like, okay, but then what? What happened next? So it's like, how do you wrap it up? And then these fucking authors like get into this thing where it's like, fuck, man, I don't know what to do. Like, they want to keep writing, and they probably do end up keep writing. They have a bunch of notes and where they want to do things, but it's like they just end up dying on it. I thought Brandon Sanderson did finish uh, The Wheel of Time, though, pretty good for him. I'm excited. I'm excited to get through it. Yo, my fucking girlfriend found fucking two books. It was a fucking a Princess Leia and a fucking Legends of Luke Skywalker book. And it's like, it's in between, it's like leading up to The Last Jedi. It's like what happened to them before. Like in the Leia book, she's like 16 or something. I read the back of the book or some shit like that. And then I haven't read. I'm going to get through the Leia book and then go through the so Luke book. So the other book. one should explain how well, he got like his whole school together and Ben and how that all went shit. I'm assuming. I didn't read any, I didn't even read the back of that book. I just got in, I just started reading the first couple pages of the Leia book. But yeah, it should, it's something in between there of we like need to have leading a movie up. to like show like him. At least Luke attempting to rebuild the Jedi Order and like his crack at it, because it was years, like it was twenty <coughs> some years, where there was technically a temple again. No, they need to get rid. Of, they need to again. I think they need to go back, back in time. Not stay, like they got rid of the fucking Skywalkers. We need to go back in You're time and back see when some they fucking had the fucking lightsabers next with a battery pack on your hip and shit. Yes, proto sabers and shit. Maybe not that far back. <laughs> Those guys kind of suck. Back when Jedi wasn't really a term yet. We should call it a lightsaber. <laughs> they used to be fucking... They used to have wires. Back in the old, old days. Oh, God. I forgot about the last one. We didn't talk about it yet. You want to get into our last news story? Last news story. I suppose. Let's wrap her up. Teenager hospitalized after USB cable gets stuck inside his penis. That'll be another episode. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have known when they sent that pic. I literally should have known. The 15-year-old arrived at the hospital, and he had apparently been trying to use the cable to measure the inside of his penis. Yeah. The inside of his penis. Like how, like, he's, oh! he's, he's, he's one of those guys that believe, like, if he tugs on his dick really hard, there's, like, an extra four or five inches Probably. inside of him. 
However, the cable had become tangled and knotted while it was inside of him, causing him to lose blood through mm -hmm. his urine. In the report, the doctors wrote that two distal ports of the USB wire were found to be protruding from the external urethra medis, whilst the middle part of the knotted wire retained within the urethra. The patient was otherwise fit and healthy adolescent with no history of mental health disorders. What are you doing? No history? Yeah, this now. begins the history of he's mental health disorders. He's just sounding. He's just fucking shoving shit in his dick hole. Story. Yeah, what the? What? It's called sounding. People what? usually use metal rods, but like cables are like a common thing when people. Ah, uh, why? why? People like it. People like putting things in their dick hole. <laughs> Why? Like some, like sometimes people like gauge it almost. Like they, like this, like you get a pack of sounding rods and they start out small and they go up to like the different sizes. Tears make my dick hurt. Phantom pains. The teenager who was from the UK had been taken to the medical facility by his mother and confessed to the medical experts when she was out of the room that he had used a cable instead of a ruler as means of sexual experimentation. An attempt to fish the cable out using a metal rod proved unsuccessful to the amount of nodding that had occurred. Uh, dude, I'm just... This is making me sick, thinking that this motherfucker shoved this knotted cord... No, no, it was a regular... Like, he, he folded the cord in half, right? Put it in... Fed it in there. And he was like, it got stuck. And so then he took a metal rod and inserted the metal rod along with the cables in there and just nodded the fuck out of it trying to get it out. That's what I'm saying! How? Yeah, gotta... How? I mean, once you get stuck in there, you're probably freaking out a little bit. How are you stretching your dick hole this all this fucking big? Probably not the first time. I he's mean, done I asked saying how like I'm fucking like I'm at like a baby. I'm literally like, sick. <laughs> uh, the team was forced to do surgery on the boy in order to retrieve the cable. They did this by cutting open the section between the genitalia and the anus so they could pro access the area where the cable was stuck. In the report, the doctors explained the procedure as follows. A longitudinal penoscrotal incision over the palpable foreign body was made and carefully dissection was undertaken through deeper tissues, splitting the bulbospongiosis <laughs> muscle. <laughs> Both ends of the wire were pulled out successively through the external urethra medis. Bro. Fuck. Oh. So when I was the a... bulbospongiosis <laughs> muscle. So when we were in the car, so this is what here. they pulled out of his dick. They pulled all of it out of his dick, but that was the part that was like knotted. I don't know how deep it went in there, but the knotted part was the part that was in there, and they pulled it out through the tip after getting. So one of those ends of that cord was like neither the. Ends no, yeah, of he had it folded in half. Okay. Dude, look at look. I was about to say. Look at the fucking flesh. Look at the flesh. Got, like, how to get caught on something? Look at the flesh. Oh my god! He was uh, dude. cleaning his plumbing. So <laughs> need to get a pipe cleaner. So we were on the way here earlier. You gave me three guesses. I was just too innocent. Yeah, I gotta to stop looking at it. I gotta stop. I can't like take care of your penises, everyone. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, too well. don't sound with cables. Don't. Don't sound at all. Whoa, hold on. No. 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 I'm not condoning it. I'm not fucking. No. Up. It's not on this podcast, sir. No. Just remember, if you insert anything into your body, make sure it has a flared end. It's actually good. Seems really good. Like, what <laughs> really are you... good point, actually. Yeah. On the back end, I hope, right? 
What? Yeah. F- yeah, I was gonna say. So he catches, like, if you're putting things in your butthole, even if you put them in your pussy, make sure it has a flared end. You don't want things to get lost in there. That's true. Just people go deep. Once that suction happens, man. Flared ends only. Now you know. I didn't need to, but now I do. But don't do it. Just don't do it, period. That, that, that. Just don't do it. You never had a catheter? Don't do it so Mike won't find a fucking news story about it and freak me out by reading fucking more stories about people shoving shit in their dick. I was going to get the first one and I was like, no, That is fucking foul, bro. That picture literally, like, especially with the flesh in between the fucking wires. That fucking, lit- that just... Ow! Jam another rod down there and you nodded it up trying to get it out. Ow! <laughs> oh! I like being a visual thinker. You want to talk about old Abe and American Hero now? Yeah, please. I, please. <laughs> I could go for like another retake. Move on one, to the eagle. Oh my god. Make it quick. Old Abe, a bald eagle, was the mascot of the 8th Wisconsin Volunteer Infantry Regiment in the American Civil War. This would be from Wisconsin. And later, his image was adopted as the screaming eagle on the insignia of the U.S. Army's 101st Airborne Division. Old Abe was captured by Chief Sky. He was the son of Thunder of Bees. Can I look at that? <laughs> yeah. Wait, where are you? Where Chief are you Sky. Old Abe was captured oh by Chief Sky, who was the son of Thunder of Bees. Of Thunder of Bees. He was an influential leader of the Loch de Flambeau Ojibwe, which is a group of Native Americans. In the spring of 1861, Chief Sky set up a hunting and fishing camp near the South Fork, the South Fork of the Flambeau River east of Park Falls, Wisconsin. Here he noticed a treetop nest with two fledgling eagles, and to capture them, he cut down the tree. One eagle had died from the fall, and the other became the young Indian's pet. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I could add two of them. <laughs> I'm not chief. That's why I'm not chief big brain. That's <laughs> why I would never be as good as my father, Thunder of Bees. <laughs> His mom just like gave birth under a bee with a fucking hornet's nest. Or something. You, are, you are thunder of bees. You're bees of thunder. <laughs> that summer, Chief Sky and his father, Thunder of Bees, canoed down the Chippewa River on a training expedition. At Jim Foles with Conscience, they, they encountered Daniel McCann, who lived nearby in Eagle Point. <laughs> the Indians sold the eagle to McCann in exchange for a bushel of corn. Okay. Sounds like your typical selling eagle. Yeah, for a bushel of corn. You, you know how you do. You ever just been traded with some Indians? You bought an eagle for a bushel hey, of corn. Eagle. Come on, man. Can I have that eagle? Uh, I got some corn. <laughs> what you got? I got a bushel of corn right here. Maybe some potatoes. Yeah. I got a bushel of corn with your name on it for that eagle. Fuck, hook me up. In August of 1861, John C. Perkins recruited a company of volunteers from Eau Claire and Chippewa counties. The company was called the Eclair Bag- uh, Badgers. Soon after its formation, McCann offered to sell the eagle to the Badgers for $2.50. This poor eagle is just getting fucking pawned off everywhere. In his History of Old Abe, published in 1865, Joseph Barrett, who helped McCann bring the eagle to Eclair, gave a description of the transaction, which can be paraphrased as, Will you buy my eagle, said McCann, only $2 and a half. Here, boys, let's put in 25 cents a piece, answered Frank McGuire, who began to collect quarters. 
He also solicited a contribution from a civilian, S.M. Jeffers, but was rebuffed. When the soldiers heard of this, they accosted Jeffers and gave him three lusty groans. <laughs> when he understood that they were protesting against his reluctance to help buy the eagle, Jeffers laughed, paid for the bird with a quarter eagle, and presented him to the company. After that, he had cheers instead of groans. The quarters were returned to the donors. Uh, that was almost in the history of old Abe the book. <laughs> Captain Perkins named the eagle after President Abraham Lincoln. His quarter, his quartermaster, Francis L. Bingens, made a special perch on which to carry the bird into battle, and a young soldier, James McGinnis, volunteered to take care of him. Now, could you imagine you're going into a Civil War era battle, and your job is to take care of the eagle? That's probably the best job you can have. Well, it's like, you, you probably don't have a gun. You just got this fucking post with a bird on it. And you got, yeah. It's just like a fucking, like, little shield and the bird sits on it on top of a stick. And you said it was, uh... He, in fact, does not have a gun. Yeah, he's just, that, that, that's what you got. It's These like, men have guns. Yeah. They, they can defend themselves. Yeah. He has a bird. He has a bird. <laughs> he has a bird. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I'm, I don't this is a great honor. This is a great honor for me and my family. <laughs> hey, Billy, what did your great-grandfather do? He, he carried... Minded, he minded the bird. <laughs> <laughs> he carried the bird. What are you talking about? You know, the bird. The eagle. I don't know. I don't think those fights were that brutal back then. <laughs> Why, why did they stood in a line and just sat there and take the bullets? They didn't know no better. Well, because... They should have just fucking been hiding and shit. Like, plus, their guns you know, suck. because you can't... You're not aiming. You don't aim with those guns. They just suck. kind of point at it and hope it hits something. So that's Bro, why like, you got fucking 50 of your buddies on a line hoping that you might be able to hit something over there. There's one giant, like... Scary. Yeah, didn't you notice, yeah. like, in like all them fucking... Like, even in our fucking... And we can't have it completely right. But even in our fucking movies that we do, it is literally like what he said, like 50 motherfuckers line up, fire all at the same time, and like two motherfuckers fall on the ground. And, th and even at that, yeah. they're screaming. They're not even like dead. It's just because some fucking shrapnel went through them. Oh, they'll be dead in a few hours. Yeah, once the gangrene gets into them. Yeah. But that's the worst part of it. It's just like those guns sucked. They're yeah. terrible. Like So, what's worse, being that guy, holding the fucking eagle, or having to be a doctor back then? Well, he was... Oh, I, I mean, doctor for sure. I'll cut up I mean he was probably back with the generals, too, at that. Oh, no, no, he's not with the generals. He's just, he's just behind the line of guys oh, with the guns. Yeah, God. dude, he's he's in with the company. Like, it's just like a squad. Definition I just can't squad. believe not one person was just like, I'm gonna fucking shoot that bird. Oh, they tried. <laughs> <laughs> So after training at Camp Randall in Madison, Abe accompanied the regiment as it headed south. Old Abe witnessed 37 battles and skirmishes, including some of the bloodiest fighting at Vicksburg and Corinth, Mississippi. Man. During heavy fighting in the Second Battle of Corinth, 21 soldiers of the 8th Wisconsin died and 60 were wounded. Newspaper accounts of the battle claimed that Old Abe soared over the front lines. According to David McLean, these stories are exaggerated. He said a bullet cut the cord that held a held the eagle to his por per eh, perch. About the same time the cord was cut, old Abe was shot through one wing, cutting out three quill feathers but not drawing blood. And the barrier McLean was shot through the left shoulder of his blouse and right leg of his pants. The eagle flew about 50 feet down the line and must have been what caused the newspaper to come out the next week with the great headlines, telling about the eagle of the 8th Wisconsin getting away after a rebel bullet cut his cord and soaring over the lines of both armies and back to his perch, which is not so. He was quite excited always in battle, and he spread his wings and screamed, but never flew over the lines of either army. 
Seeing Old Abe atop his perch during the Battle of Corinth, Mississippi, Confederate General Sterling Price remarked, That bird must be captured or killed at all hazards. I would rather get that eagle than capture a whole brigade or a dozen battle flags. <laughs> <laughs> see all them proud men just looking up at that fucking bird. God bless you, Old Abe. God bless you. In Oxford, the regiment was accosted by a southern girl who scornfully exclaimed, Oh, see that Yankee buzzard? Enraging the men, drawing a verbal response from the eighth's ranks, that caused her to retreat hastily to her house. See that Yankee buzzard? <laughs> What'd you say? Like, this is the column of soldiers going by her house, and they all just, like, turn at you, like, what did you say? <laughs> you know, back then, if you just lived somewhere, it'd be like, alright, uh, I've been told 20, 20 of our troops have to come and live within your house now. Like, oh, fuck this shit. Oh, and if you, if you don't comply, we'll just still move in and just help ourselves. <laughs> yeah, war back then sucked. Mm-hmm. Ain't fucking with that shit. Tell me I just don't understand, like, when I watch those things in history class about everyone standing in line, I'm like, why did they do that? Like, I could I could be alive right now, way over there in the trees, trying to pick somebody that up. That was also dishonorable. That wasn't the if way I, that I, you fought. If I unlined from everyone else. I that was like a thing when people, yeah, when they, when... Much. When people started using like guerrilla warfare and like fucking like like hiding in the woods and ambushing people, like the aristocrats were like basically like this isn't fighting. Like they were basic yeah, they were like trying to shame them because they weren't like fighting honorably and they're just like, Fuck you. This is war. <laughs> yeah, bitch. And shit changed very quickly. And that's how a bunch of peasants beat the royal army. <laughs> So, under orders from their officers, Confederate troops made numerous attempts to kill or capture the eagle, but they never succeeded. That's fucking right. You can't get Abe. I mean, it would be kind of hard. Someone to got Abe. Someone got the real Abe, but <laughs> not this Abe. So, on June 26, 56 veterans of the Company C arrived at Claire on furlough with the eagle and were greeted with booming cannons, martial music, patriotic songs, and an abundant feast. Citizens of Chippewa Falls constructed a huge wigwam. Here, according to Reslin Joseph O. Barrett, who spoke at the celebration, a great, a great feast was served to old Abe and the soldiers on July 4th of 1864. Afterwards, a procession circled through the streets, headed by a band, the Eagle, and the veterans. On September 26, Thomas Hill bore the Eagle into Madison, at the head of 70 veterans, of which 26 were from Company C. Here, Captain Victor Wolfe presented old Abe to Government James T. Lew- uh, Governor James T. Lewis, who handed the Eagle with its perch to Quartermaster General N. F. Lund. And after Wisconsin took possession of Old Abe, state officials classified him as a war relic and created an eagle department in the Capitol building, which included a two-room apartment, a custom bathtub for the eagle, and a caretaker. Old Abe became a nationally known celebrity whose presence at events was requested by individuals and organizations from the state and the country. Old Abe appeared at the 1876 Centennial Exposition in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <coughs> and the 1880 Grand Army of the Republic National Convention, and other events were fundraisers for charities. In February of 1881, a small fire broke out in the basement of the Capitol. After Old Abe raised an alarm, the fire was quickly put out. However, the eagle inhaled a large amount of thick black smoke, and about a month later, lost strength and began to decline. Mm -hmm. On March 26 of 1881, in spite of the efforts of numerous doctors, Old Abe (coughs) died in the arms of his caretaker, George Gillis. But at least he warned him with the fire, you know, he's a hero to the end. Yeah, that's... It's old Abe for you. That's Abe. That's what they're trying to do. Like, 
We, there's nothing we can do. We don't know what... Like, we can't work on fucking eagles. He's <laughs> dying. I just imagine, like, it's a rotating, like, circle of people just giving, like, the eagle mouth-to-mouth for, like, a month to keep it alive. <laughs> God damn it, we can't let old Abe go. On September 17th of 1881, old Abe's stuffed remains were placed in a glass display case located in the rotunda of the Capitol. I thought that was what that was. Well, that's not his actual remains. <laughs> what? Four years later, Old Abe was moved with the Capitol from the Rotunda to the GAR Memorial Hall. In 1990, his remains were transferred to the new building of the State Historical Society of Wisconsin. However, pressure from veterans convinced Governor Robert M. Lafayette to return Old Abe to the Capitol building in 1903, and that year, President Theodore Roosevelt viewed the remains and expressed his pleasure at being able to see the eagle he had studied in school as a child. However, in 1904, Ord Abe's remains and the glass case were destroyed in a fire that raised the Capitol building. And then since 1915, a replica of Old Abe has presided over the Wisconsin State Assembly Chamber in the Capitol, and another is on display at the Wisconsin Veterans Museum in Madison. It's just not the same. <laughs> and a stone sculpture of the eagle is on top of Camp Randall Arch. That's fucking awesome. I'm still not going to Wisconsin ever, but that's pretty cool. Absolutely not. No. Sorry, Wisconsin, but yeah. So that that one that like the new picture of it that was just a replica of him. Yeah. I was gonna say, look at this guy. Look at that. Look at this dude. <laughs> look at this dude. So I mean, they suddenly like, fucking strapped next to the cannons. Of course, he's going. Ah! What a majestic. They are party. fucking wild when you're up close to them. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like when you're seeing it fly up there. You're just like, oh yeah, it's cool. Bone eagle, that thing comes down. You're just like, okay, <laughs> like, I'm in your territory, man. Like, even birds, people misunderstand. Like, people never think that birds will fuck you up. Like, birds will definitely scratch the fuck out of you, man. I think we have a lot of mutual boundaries with all these wildlife now. Just don't fuck with us, we won't fuck with you. Of course, sometimes that line gets blurred. Well, like I think also too. We're using them for I fun. think that still holds true. Like, don't fuck with them and don't fuck with you. It's just you may not be thinking that you're fucking with them, but they, but like your actions are different yeah, than what they can like read. And then there's the exceptions, like Florida, where they just like help themselves come into your backyard. Fucking hey, what, what you watching on the TV there? Fucking cart walking. Yeah, dude, I, I could not do the gator thing. I got so tired. When I was down in Florida, I was so tired of seeing in the newspaper another alligator, either or snake, comes up a person's piping or something, or alligator just walks through their back door, just sneak into the house, like, just casually do it. Or they just go out back and there's a gator there, just sitting, just chilling in the sun. You're like, please go. And he's like, alright, I'll help myself, I'll just come in. This is my stack of bricks to throw when gators get in the yard. That's actually a pretty good idea. But they... They, they got like a bad. gator getting service. Yes, they do. The I'm sure control. they got to. Just like bet that's a lucrative business down there. <laughs> can't touch them, can't hurt them, or nothing. They're like just prize their worship down there. That's their babies. That's wild. If you ever see one, just call them. But it's very common. You'll see one. That's wild to me. Like, I like the turtles. There'd be just random tortoise, big ass tortoises just walking down the road, middle of nowhere where I lived, and they would just sit in front of your lawn, and they'd just be rocks. I got a lawn ornament for the day. Yeah. Florida's got all the dinosaurs. Never got a gator. People right down the street from me got a gator, though. 
Yeah, didn't you get like the fucking gas station that was robbed or something? Oh, a car caught on fire in the Yeah, lot. that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Car caught on fire in the parking lot. I was sitting there, I'm like, man, I really hope that fire doesn't go any higher. Right next to that. Because it was underneath like the pavilion where all the tanks are and shit. I'm like, somebody really needs to move that shit. But I, I, obviously nobody wanted to stay as far away as possible. Well, I mean, how are you going to move a car that's on fire? It was like, the thing was like half of the one side was on fire and the other side the fucker had the thing like in like he was pouring gas that's what I was worried about mm -hmm. and then just stopped well that's good I just car fucking and like three fourths of it was black and the other half was bro I'd have fucking ran I was in the I'd have fucking I ran yeah I'd have fucking ran my mom works across the street when Dixie I ran to the other side to watch the whole thing and when it died down I'm like they called me like alright you can come back to work now <laughs> bro I'll let you know you were across the street you'd have fucking still died bro bro the, the tanks are under the ground <laughs> I don't know about it. I'm just a cashier. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have been on my I way home. The fucking tank. Where do you think those fucking those trucks come in and fucking plug their shit into the fucking ground for? Just pay me to take care of the garden. Yeah. The have you ever seen them, like, come up and, like, refill them? Yeah. They dig them up and shit? No, they just, there's a like, big manhole they just twist off. They put this big ass tube. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like an actual gas station. Have you ever seen them like dig up the fucking no. tanks? No. The Sunoco up in Flemington, they've done it a couple times in our lifetime. And they they fucking like closed down the Sunoco and they fucking I don't know if it was like for cleaning or I don't know. I but they've Probably done just it. Keep putting shit ones in. Probably. <laughs> it fucking uh They've done it a couple different times, but yeah, that's what the pipe. Those are in the ground, bro, and, and they're all. And imagine, I mean, that's just filling your town for how long? I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of gallons it probably is. Sending fucking blocks of cement into the air, how high? It's just like all the houses down there. They all have septic. Yeah, tanks. bro, you'd have been gone, standing across the street watching. I was down there for nine months. Maybe not gone. And I think like every four months, people have to come by, <laughs> dig up a little chunk of your yard, maybe like a nice. Five by five square, and underneath that's a septic tank, and it's just all your shit and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I sat there the first time the guy did it, and I'm just sitting there looking at him, like, yeah, some of that's mine. And yeah, like, that's right. Suck up my poopy, Mister Man. <laughs> yeah, <clean up> my <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'd hate to do that job. I bet they. Yeah, cool. bro. My parents go camping. They like even just like even just from a camper. Like, we went, we fucking went camping for, like, a weekend and shit, and they hooked up the septic tank to let it go, and I was just like, dude, this is foul. I could just, this, like, had literally, like, I salute all the shit workers out there. You know that big tank they came and slipped all your poopy up with? They just take that to a field somewhere, then they just fucking dump it out into the field. Yeah, and let it just, dissolve. Yeah. Like, become part of the world. <laughs> Release back to nature, poopy. Uh, You'll be free. That's what it does. Go be free. God, I bet that's a terrible field. <laughs> oh, go nail, boys. <laughs> <laughs> his fucking maggots and fucking God knows what for as far as the eye can see. It should be like a meat cutting job. After a few months, you get used to it. You don't even smell it anymore. The grass is just like 25 feet tall. What's worse? Well, the guy has to jump down there. Like, he's at least, like, knee-deep in shit. It depends how, like, long you let the septic tank go. Yeah, you no, see those videos no. of people who just dive into the septic tanks because they like poopy? 
Oh my god. Why do you you just love saying shit that wants to make me want to throw the fuck up? What I was gonna say though is what's worse, the field full of poopy or like those corpse fields where like they study how bodies decompose? Probably the corpse. Because there's probably still fecal matter in there. I can't stand maggots. I'm sick of maggots now work. Yeah, I don't like the sight of maggots. Yeah, I'm not big on them either. I don't think anybody really is. I can't. I cannot. That's foul. That's your shit, bro. I remember when I like when you're a kid and you get mad, so you press your ass up against the wall and shit. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad right now. Shut the fuck up. You're gonna ground me, Mom. I don't think so. <laughs> Yo, I can't I can't wait to go to work tomorrow and be like Yo Michelle, like did you did you guys have shitty walls when Logan was a kid? What are you talking about? You used to tell me like when I was little, I, back before I could talk, I thought I was on the spectrum, like <laughs> I used to do this thing where she'd tell me to do something. She told me to do something, and I would sit there. She said I would look appalled, like you just told me to jump off the bridge or some shit. And then you shit on the wall. <laughs> I would make eye contact with her, pull out my pants, and press my cheeks up against the wall, and just go. And she's like, "That's how you got even with me." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> How we get all this topic? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can think of like those dogs that do that. Like, I'm, it was, st- <laughs> I'm starting to feel like you guys didn't do that. I child. didn't do that. <laughs> it's normal. I I only bring it up because I saw one time bring it up on Family Guy. Like they made a reference. I'm like, yeah, I've done that before. What people don't do that? It's not good if they're bringing it up on Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of a thing I did. Dude, I'm half crying over here. I'll have to find the clip. One time I wiped my ass on a church door, but I didn't shit on it. That's weirder than what I did. At least it was no, dude. <laughs> dude. First off, don't even sit here and try to baby. argue. You did it fucking multiple times. She said I did it multiple times, yeah. It's a weekly occurrence. <laughs> I don't think it was that. Oh my god, dude. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I don't know why I had to add that in there. I'm keeping it, though. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I can't wait to talk to her. face just scrunched up. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and do it for old time's sake now. <laughs> hey, Mom, remember this? Make sure you do it over the, hey, honey, the litter you, box, though. You think you can take the garbage out tonight? Okay. Massive grumpy. <laughs> yeah, you could just leave a grumpy in her bed. A grumpy? Give her a mega pint of wine and leave a grumpy in her bed. Yeah, man. Beat the shit out of her. That's a new term. I'll have to use that for now. That was a great... I, it's, right when he used it, I was like, oh my. <laughs> a grumpy? <laughs> oh, man. That was phenomenal. God, thank you for adding that to the end of the episode. You're welcome. You did it for my... Oh, <laughs> just the fact that you're just like, wait, you guys don't do that? Well, Never, I bro. I we'd have, have, like, a moment. Bro, I no. probably, even as a kid, <laughs> even as a kid, I probably, like, 
I never even shit myself as like a kid. Like I like as an infant baby, like yes, but like if I was like up walking, able to make a conscious decision that I'm gonna like put my ass cheeks against the wall and shit. Like the only time I shit myself was when I was like sick or something. When I was in like elementary school. This is the only time so like no. No way yeah, I mean, have I like, ever fucking walked well, up and just shit some. He's not shitting himself. He's shitting on the wall. Yeah, like, just want to, like, right He's not. Right he, down. he purposely pulled down his pants. He's shitting shit on the He's wall. shitting himself. I don't care. I imagine just, like, stuck there. Like, I imagine it's just... poop emoji just I stuck don't. there. I don't. If you're a child, that's runny. Kool-Aid poops. I forget what I was going to add. Maybe I shouldn't. The Hershey's. <laughs> the old Hershey squirts, as Mike says. Mm-hmm. That was a great message I got to forward. Mike called off one day, said he had the Hershey squirts, wasn't <laughs> coming in, so I just like copied the message and sent it to Allie. I didn't want them <clears throat> pressing me. Like how I pressed my ass yeah. up against that wall. <laughs> I just thought it was great how he said it. That was the best. I can't. I have the Hershey squirts, man. <laughs> I'm not going in. All over your wall. I had a few grumpies on the way here. A couple grumpies. Couple squirts followed by a massive grump. <laughs> There's levels to this shit. That's why I had to add the spectrum thing. Because my mom hinted at, like, that's not something a normal kid does at that age. But I kept thinking, like, normal kids do do that at their age. So Everyone I get shit to on the wall, Mom. <laughs> but it was a tampered temper. I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a developing boy. I shit on the wall. I was like two. You bet your ass I was developing on that wall. <laughs> Developed all over that wall. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> walls <laughs> They defecate. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Imagine the people that live in that house now. I must they have no idea. This is just like there's my one, my one dad's uh, my little sister. She, no matter, she used to shit and she like finger painting on the wall with it. So it must run in the family with the fecal play. I don't know. Do you know who lives in the house now? You oh, might. you think you thought it was at that old place? No, 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 but like imagine like the people that live there now and they have no idea that a child no, shat on their walls. And they just they're just living their life without that. I like to think it's And imagine the shit that happened in this room from the people who owned this house before us. Yeah, they just shat all over the walls. Probably. This was the poop playroom. This is a whole different color room at one point. It's more of like a it's more of a tan, like a cream. The roof is white. That's why you can tell. It's not baby poop green. No. No, indeed. Well, God damn, that episode took a lot out of me. Yeah, it was... Out- <coughs> I think like it's funny we started... Well, we- you can't take it back now. We started the episode with you saying... With you talking about the story of you coming at work, and we ended it with you shitting on the wall. Just how it goes. It's another day for me. Logan's bodily fluids all over this episode. All I have to do is double down on everything. If somebody comes and asks me these questions, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. He's having one. <laughs> a character. <laughs> but I think it's been another good episode of Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. I'm Logan. 
We'll see you next week, kids. Grumpy on the wall. Big old dude. Oh yeah, your baby dick. <laughs>